Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last one. Talking about the ointments, creams, potions, and what is actually going on inside the body. Today we're going to go through some supplements and once again supplements is a multi-billion pound, I feel like I should be saying dollar because it's just like the universal currency, multi-billion dollar industry and we want to just give you our views on whether we actually need supplements, whether people are having them at the wrong time or whether it's something which is simply just marketing and could be spent money spent elsewhere that is going to actually be more beneficial to your health and to your whole entire lives, really. So, Roger, supplements. What's the lowdown? The lowdown. Um, I, I I use supplements. We stock supplements. Um, I I'd like to start off with a question to you is. Do you take supplements? And if you do, where did you get your information and how do you know you're taking the right supplement? Not only the right supplement in the right form and how the body can utilize it, but, but why that supplement? Um, the cynic in me says that a lot of people read an article, um, they will hear something, there will be someone say, well, I take this, you could try that. There's a lot of word of mouth of supplements. So I, I personally believe, I think there's a lot of supplements which are literally being uh, flushed down the toilet. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people are taking supplements as of insurance policies or on a whim saying I'm trying that. Because the key for me is in the word supplement. This, you should be supplementing what you know you can't get from your naturally from your diet. So how do you know that? Well, you need to know what your diet is and you need to know what either you are deficient in or that you need to supplement for your own body's physiology. So it's a lot more complicated, and I think there's a lot of people out there who are trying to use a supplement in the same way as they're using a drug. But mm -hmm. it comes on because it's natural, then it's not so bad. So they're trying to treat a condition, but instead of taking a drug, because I don't want to take, I don't want to take medication, I don't know, I'm against tablets, but they will have to take up and spend 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds a month on supplements where are you where you getting your resource from so I, 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 I like supplements but I think there's a lot of um, misuse of supplementation I think yeah as you say supplements are there to supplement what should already be a good foundation of yeah. a nutrition protocol that, that you're following but a lot of people that in the world that most of my clients come from in the ridiculously busy world we live in, the business world and the entrepreneurs, is that if I supplement, I don't then have to have this food. Yeah. Which, in the short term, it could be an okay replacement, but in the long term, it is not going to provide the same nutrients, it's not going to get your body to break down the food the same way, get your digestive system working the same way and extract uh, via osmosis or whatever the nutrients from the food to actually do the good that it's supposed to do. Simply drinking a drink which is vitamin C, like a, a effervescent vitamin C tablet, is not gonna have the same quality as the vitamin C from getting a fresh yeah. orange, where your body's gotta then digest the fiber and get all the goodness and extract the vitamin C out of it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those. You look at, sorry, you, you, you look at the, so like vitamins, different vitamins can have different crystalline, um, biochemical, 
components, so they sit in different uh, frameworks, yep. and they have different effects on the body. So to make something on, in a lab, and by definition call it ascorbic acid, is not the same as what you're going to find in a, in a, in a plant, in, in, in its natural form, because your body is naturally designed to break it down and absorb it and utilize it in the proper way. So it's got to come from the diet first. That's one of the problems that people are having at the moment with really sourcing uh, cost-effective lab-grown meat because they can't get the qualities that real meat have in it, has in it nutrient-wise in the way that the body responds to it. Yeah. So the, I feel that if that's the case with that, then having the supplements for multivitamins, for, for minerals, for all these different things, that there's got to be an underlying foundation of a good diet as well. And some of them are going to be vitamins that are fat-absorbable. Therefore, if you're taking these vitamins that are fat-absorbable, the, the Bs, the Ds, uh, or not, the A's, not the Ace the ones. Fat-soluble fat yeah. and the water-soluble. Water soluble like ACE, ACE, yeah. so all the rest. I was just trying to do an alphabet, take <laughs> ACE out, and that was really shot me on the spot. I know which ones they were, I just couldn't take ACE out of the alphabet. ADEK. So uh, don't, don't come to us for that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you count to 10 as well? <laughs> I sometimes struggle with that. Good at getting results. But anyway, not ACE, the ACE, water soluble, the rest of them, the fat soluble ones, are the ones where if people are following a low fat diet, and not getting the right fats in their diet, even supplementing with these vitamins isn't going to help your body absorb them. Yeah. It, it might get a minimal amount because you've got fat in your body, I, but it needs to be absorbed. I think the, the challenge with supplements is a lot of people also, a bit like the exercise thing of you can't outrun a bad diet. A lot of people say, well, I, I eat whatever, but I'll take supplements so I, I know that I get all what I need. It doesn't work that way. Um, I, a multivitamin is a multivitamin, it's an insurance policy, but also what they do is you've got to realize about the idea of make marketing, or not marketing, but producing something. Mm -hmm. To make something which is like a multivitamin to the public, you can't put higher dose of supplements in, so you're not going to get a therapeutic dose. So like vitamin C class example, if you've got a vitamin C across the board supplement, go and look at what, how much each tablet holds. It's going to be very low. Um, vitamin C as a therapeutic dose really only comes into its own at about a thousand milligrams. Um, so when you're looking and saying, I'm run down, I'm, I feel I've got cough cold coming out, I'm going to use vitamin C. If you go and take it, just a general vitamin C zinc tablet, it's probably going to have about 80 milligrams. It's going to be so low, the RDA of that is the amount that you need just to avoid scurvy. Mm -hmm. you're, not, you're not reaching any therapeutic dose. So you say, well, I've spent some money, I'm taking vitamin C but it's not at a beneficial level. You really need to work with a, a nutritionist, a nutritional therapist, some level, someone who's taken on more nutritional training to understand and what you can do in your diet and then checking your diet and saying, yes, supplementation could be good, like vitamin D. Um, you might need, you know, for certain conditions more on a, nutri on a, on a therapeutic side. There's certain supplements to, to, to highlight which are difficult to get through at a decent dose in your diet. But that's nutritional therapy. I think most people are looking at just supplements as an insurance policy. And I, I hate to think, but I don't think people are getting that insurance policy. Because sometimes it then says, right, I don't want to spend a multivitamin, I don't want to spend the 30 pound one, but the 10 pound one looks just as attractive. But it's a different product. Yeah, different qualities as well. 
Yeah. Uh, it's not as simple as, well, that's got 80 milligrams of vitamin C in it, and so is that one. It's also what else is in there which could potentially stop things absorbing. But yeah. like when we look at iron supplements as well, if you've got things in your diet which are stopping your body absorbing iron, then there's different types of, there's heme and non-heme iron, and it's which one is actually going to stop, one of them stops the other absorbing. So if you're taking an iron supplement and then take having some of the things which are going to stop your body absorbing and then f- those more free radicals and stress in your body, yeah. then you're not going to get much uh, benefit from yeah. those supplements. We were doing a talk, um, a community talk the other day and I got asked saying, supplements came up and said, what are your thoughts on evening primrose oil? I said, in what context? And it was from a hormonal perspective. And I said, well, <coughs> all I know is that there is some evidence and research that suggests that it can be supportive. Um, but if, if you're attracted to e- evening primrose, where have you heard that from, why? And if that's from a, a hormonal perspective, what else are you doing and the, what hormones supporting well? that system rather than just taking, because that's then looking at it like a tablet. You might as well then go to, if you really want good hormonal support and take one tablet, go and take HRT. It's been research that shows that there's, there's a, you know, but that comes with other considerations. The challenge with the supplementation, I think, is people are, are not getting the right information and the right resource, and it runs the risk, and this is why it is a multi-billion dollar uh, industry, because... I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in there, like, apologies for cutting you off. With HRT, that was obviously a female side of things that was saying yeah. that. Why is HRT frowned upon so much more with men than women? In what, what do you mean frowned upon? Just generally, in, in the actual society we live in, that... HRT, hormone replacement therapy, seems to be a lot more frowned upon in males than females. I, I, I think most of it is that traditionally there isn't as much exposure of that men need or can utilise hormonal support, whereas I think women, um, it's more mainstream, it's been spoken about and it's been more in the press. I don't think men generally, but I don't think men talk about with men about hormonal Elements, and I don't think within general society we've ever really spoken enough about testosterone levels and and how that changes and how that can affect. We know we don't know well. much about the menopause. Yeah. We know a lot about the menopause. Yeah. But the menopause is a is a, a, a genuine uh, hormonal change of men as getting older. I think yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that there is in the next five years, ten years. So we've got it on video, this is a Gary Vaynerchuk thing that saying on video yeah. that in five, ten years that it's just as popular as females of HRT for men. Yeah. In, in America it seems to be a lot more open. It's already in America and if, if you watch on some of the YouTube stuff, there's already some channels of guys who have set up things of the fitness industry, so putting more emphasis on weight training, um, more the ketogenic diet and looking at to boost and, and improve the middle-aged man testosterone levels. That's, yeah. It's already coming through. And they tend to be the, the trendsetter, whereas I think the English society, um, it's uh, hormone replacement things is always seen to the hormones or the female, that's the, that's the female's reign. Yeah. Men don't really have hormonal issues, and, and that's wrong. It, there is. That was just... Yeah. No, it's great right. because <laughs> what you're having is that you you'll have a lot of and that's not from a performance. It's from a health perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 when when people then look at uh, hormones, they then say, right, how can I? How can I say? 
They don't want to necessarily go down to the, down the because I don't want to take drugs. I don't want to do Viagra. I don't want to do this. So they will look at supplements. But then again, same thing. Where do they get that information from? They are they are as much manipulated and getting bombarded now by advertising for your for your buck or your pound in the supplement world as you are in the um, in the drug world. Yeah. If not, probably even more because it's. It's safe and it's a fair, it's natural, but snake venom is natural. But I'd still not want to necessarily use it unless it's been tested and in what dose and that. And the supplementation, I think, there's a lot of people who are trial and error, and probably not, maybe even on the right track with supplements, but not taking the right dosage, or don't need it. <laughs> they probably could do the better product or just improve their diet. Sometimes as well with the multivitamins taking high doses of one vitamin could actually stop your bottle, will potentially stop the absorption of another vitamin, as we yeah. touched on with the iron, but things work in synergy with others. So if you have high one thing, or what seemingly is high one thing, even on a report, if you haven't got the full amount of data that doesn't show the other side of things that it was working in synergy with, that it could be, or low testosterone, could be extremely low estrogen or you think it's high testosterone, it's the ratios that make the big difference. Yeah. And without that full picture, how do we actually uh, treat that? Well, the, the key with that is, work, is working, we talked about in one of our, our uh, podcasts the other day, is then your team. Working with, who do you work with to get, where do you get your information from? Um, the classic is people know that vitamin B, vitamin B's are good for uh, energy. You know, it's sold. Vitamin C is, vitamin C is, is immune system. Vitamin B is energy. But the, the B vitamins work in a very complex way of with in synergy with magnesium, with zinc, with that, and the you know the, the folate and there's different elements of folate. And I had a, a young lad the other day who we then he was prescribed folate, folic acid. But unless you know that folic acid is different to folate, and that folate is, is in its active form is methylfolate, and some people can't convert folic acid, but can, if you don't know that, they've tr they will say, I've tried taking folic acid. So you've got to work with, a, I think you've got to work with a professional who understands nutrition and supplement, and a bit like a diet, it takes time to figure out and yeah. work with things. It's not just like taking a tablet, I've got a headache, I took a, took a tablet, my headache went away. Supplementation is very different. It's, do you need the supplement? If you, if you do, there's something going on in your diet, and then what do you supplement? So I need a magnesium supplement, I need an iron supplement, so it should be from a testing perspective. Um, and if it's from a, therape, a therapeutic perspective, believe me, you can mess up your physiology by taking the wrong supplement. It, 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 any, we were told in college, any substance that you take which changes your physiology is a drug but people are i don't want to take drugs but then they will use a lot of supplements which can also mess up your your system as well so i, I would be cautious with supplements and get your information uh, about what supplement might be a benefit from a, a reliable source but first of all what are you trying to supplement the key is in the word supplementation you should supplement you what your diet what you know you need for your life or your lifestyle because um, Ollie's supplementation 
should be very different to what my supplementation might mean because we are we have got we have a different physiology. And my supplementation varies as well. It depends on the time of the year, the stress levels I'm on, what training phase I'm going from as well. The stress levels are a big one because the vitamin C, the vitamin Bs and the magnesium, the zincs get depleted very quickly under stress. So you would know that uh, under a high stress time you'd then supplement those. But when you're in a low stress time you might need you don't need to. But a lot of people decide to take that and so there's a lot of people who are just like Every month I'll just take the same supplement, but life is not that. So it's a lot more complicated than many people think. And also, with it, is how long it takes for it to work. Yeah. You're not just going to take a vitamin C and then feel better. No. Uh, because it helps your immune system. It takes time to get in the system for your body to then have the reaction, to then see if it is balancing something out, to then... Actually, I can now have a little bit of an adaptational period, and now I'm okay. Whereas it's not going to click your fingers, no. like some Thanos. And I, I work with clients and saying that when you take a supplement, all you're doing is you're looking to support the body to give it what its basic needs are to then go on and heal itself and express itself. Yep. You're not taking it like a drug. It's it's really important not to see supplements as I'm taking a supplement to treat a condition. You are supporting the body so that it's got its right um, vitamins and minerals so the body has got all the resources and tools to then use that to then express and function at their best. Now if it can function as best and you're still having a health issue, then you've still got to be, you've still got to figure it out. You're not treating it from a supplement. So that's supplement therapy, and that means you've got to have a diagnosis of a specific condition with a specific physiological need. Now you're going into more drug therapy yeah. using the using. And that involves testing, and it involves retesting. Yeah, that's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. Right. Sort the diet out. You probably won't need as many supplements. Then supplement more specifically. Uh, and work with a, a trained professional along those lines. That's my take home message. Yeah, exactly. And don't expect it to change overnight as well. Just with anything in health, that quick fixes usually aren't long term fixes. And that's something yeah. which I, I would love people to start to take on board more. Yeah. If a little pop up comes up on your social media and it says that this wild herb, which has only been discovered in the last um, century and greatly changed and after taking two tablets um, I was uh, transformed back into a Herculean uh, physique. It's, if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. That might have too much text to get approved by Facebook as well. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Right, have a good week. Any questions about supplementations? We're here to answer. It's a complicated. We might have muddled the whole things and, and questioned like, oh, what am I doing and am I doing the right thing or should I do this? Then um, part of this process is to open ourselves up for discussion with you. So drop a, a comment below. Uh, let's engage. Uh, we can point you in the right direction. We can send some links. We can uh, make things uh, a lot more clearer for you. Have a great week and we'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye.